What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. Their recording artist, who's recently released album Solstice, has been in constant rotation for me for a few weeks now, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Saul. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for being here. I'm happy you made some time for me. Thank you for taking my call. I'm grateful. You for, you know, including me. It's just, it's really cool. Absolutely. It's totally my pleasure. Now, what are you most looking forward to from 2023? From 2023? Um, I have this like this plan for what I want my music to do and how I'm gonna um go about it, I guess. And that's honestly what I'm most looking forward to because like I don't know, I have I have I have this plan. It's in my head, you know, it as an artist you see it in your head, it's not always easiest to explain, but like it's there. And it's like I want this to be executed so well and if it does it'll be so cool I think that's the one thing that I'm like most I don't know that's that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm on right now very nice I love that congratulations thank you thank you of course so what do you think you're most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022 <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I gotta go down the list. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, probably like lackadaisical behavior, especially when it comes to like um, the stuff that I put my mind to. Because like a lot of times, I'll want to do something, but then I'll be like. I don't know if I can achieve it. I don't I don't know. And then I won't even put in the effort to like push harder. That's one thing I want to leave behind because I have the ability to do something and I need to do it. You know what I mean? I totally feel you on that. I think I get caught up in that a lot too. And that's one of the goals I'm working on for this year as well. Mm -hmm. Now, for the people who don't know, can you let my audience in on who is Saul and am I pronouncing your name right? So it's actually Saul. Okay, because I really meant to ask you this before we started recording, but then I got <laughs> in the notes and I was like, damn, so I'm gonna have to do this live, fine. So, Saul, my apologies. You're fine, you're fine. Let the um, audience know, who are you? Who am I? Um... I'm just, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a regular little person. I'm from uh, South Carolina. Um, I'm military. I'm a weather forecaster in the Air Force. Um, music is my my real love. Wouldn't call it my job. I'll call my. I don't know. <laughs> I love my I love my music. Um, 
I am an author. I've written 11 books. Um, I went to school for digital media and design. Um, I think all around, I just really like um, anything artistic. I like I like being creative, you know what I mean? I absolutely love that. So what's your favorite book that you've written? 11 books, that's incredible. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think it'll probably be my second book in the series. So I have a series called The Unnatural Universe. It's real sci-fi, um, but I think the second book is my favorite simply because that's the one where I kind of like explore a lot as far as a lot of the concepts that I had in my mind. And honestly, like a lot of mental health plays into a lot of aspects of my books. So like going back, I could see the little tidbits and stuff that I was putting in there because I'm re um, revising them to publish them. Um, and I was going back and seeing the different mental health aspects that I put in there. So it's like not even just on the fantasy side of it, but it come back, it comes back to real life at the same time. And it's like, oh, wow, I can see like where I was going with that. And then being able to elaborate on it a little bit more as I'm revising is pretty cool. Nice. So that second book is, that second book is, is the one. So how do you compare writing writing as an author to writing as an artist? Um, I, it honestly took me a while to like realize it, but I storytell in my music a lot. And it's just a little bit more um, focused, obviously, because it's, you know, three minutes on as opposed to full on novels, but I see the way that I write my books. I, I see how it translates into my music. And it's honestly really cool because it's like, one thing like my, my dad, he's always like, oh, I mean, you can write, you can write. And I'm like, I don't know. But then like going back to it, it's like the way that I um, do my, my metaphors, my punchlines, my everything, everything, almost all of my lyrics have deeper meanings than just the basic because like I, I always want to put a little bit more depth into it so that if somebody's really listening which I do it in my books too where like like I say with the mental health aspect of it you look at the depth you can see like what I was really trying to say that kind of that reading in between the lines you can do that with my music too and it's like kind of insane to see how I go from one to the other because I love writing my music and it's easier to story tell because it's shorter but it's like it still contains so much nice when do you think you discovered your voice <sighs> wow i don't know <laughs> i've always been like into into music into writing like it's been something i've been into for a while like i can i can remember back when i was real real young I want to say maybe like seven eight writing little raps that made no sense um and like my family being like oh okay yeah that's amazing you know <laughs> like I think I didn't really take it serious until my best friend Avi she and I went to the studio when I was in college and we recorded um, this song called Truth with my friend Kenya. And that one was, that that was like, I don't know. That was the moment when I was like, you know what? This is it. Um, this is what I want to do. And it's just been fine tuning that over, over that period of time. It's been like three, four years. Dig that. So how did you land on your stage name? So <laughs> funny, I always wanted like, I wanted my name to mean something because I also wanted to, uh, I don't know. I, I <laughs> Whenever you find it, your name, it's like, ooh, what is something that sticks? So I went with the first three letters of my name because um, my name is Solomon. Um, and I wanted soul because one, three is my number. I, that's, I don't know why, but three is my number. So first three letters of my name. And then 
it kind of stands for a couple of different things. So one is um, soul, right? Soul music, because I write music that you can feel, right? Um, and then soul for the sun, as in happy music, music that, you know, one makes you feel really happy, you know what I'm saying? Or shit out of luck music, because that's type of sad music that I like to get into. Um, so it all just kind of came back to soul. This is where I'm sticking. Makes perfect sense. I love that. Okay. Thank you, thank you. But now, but now for the people who are listening, now y'all understand why I was confused because I was like, not listening. <laughs> Simple I context understand. clues read Saul, right? But the artist in me was like, this could be a whole nother thing because y'all read my name, y'all don't instantly hear Brian, right? But if you right. break it down phonetically, my name is spelled B R, the word I in. Right. There you go. So I forgot to ask because we got caught up talking about the other things, but see, 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 make, make sense now, right, kid? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. But describe the moment that you knew that you were talented. Um, that, that moment. When did it come? I honestly think it came when I was doing my project, Lunar Love Cycles. Like, I had put out my project, Boys, before that. But Lunar Love Cycles was the one where I was like, you know what, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of good at this because I was, um, Boys was the project that I did when I was in my technical training with the military. And I did it with a lot of my friend group. And so like, we was, it was more so of us just like having fun. Like, oh, you know, that's cool. That's cool. This sounds cool. But when I did Lunar Love Cycles, that was me by myself. And I was trying to orchestrate everything, put songs together, get my features and stuff like that. Um, and I think that like, once I released it, that was the moment that I was like, you know what? I'm actually pretty good at this. Like, I do feel like I'm talented. Um, yeah, that was that was that moment. Nice. So, and by the way, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your support. Of course. Um, were your dreams nurtured growing up, or did you have to be your own cheerleader? <sighs> I had to be my own cheerleader for a lot of it. Um. My family, like, they wanted me to do, you know, typical, be a doctor, be something, you know, like, on that that scale of things. When it came to me being more creatively inclined, it wasn't, like, received the best. Like, I did, I did sports for so long, and I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to be, like, in choir or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I did not want to be on the field like I enjoy my sports I enjoy uh, track track is my number one but they once I switched over and I was like I want to do more music stuff it was like I kind of just was in the dark um, getting my people to come to like the stuff I was doing at school like the talent show or my senior um, senior what I don't we called it our senior benefit it's basically just like a big show that we did um, stuff like that, where I was actually doing music stuff, it was a little bit harder. Um, like I know my, at first my dad wasn't really receptive because right, it's not sports, you know, but now they have become really, really like encouraging, supportive. It's really awesome to see. But as far as back then, it wasn't, it wasn't nurtured as much. I will say I did grow up in a, talented family where everybody is playing instruments, singing, stuff like that. But like, in my case, where my dad was also military, I left that, like, um, that, that atmosphere when I was six. And I started moving around with my mom and my stepdad and my brother. So. Okay, okay I got you. So take me back to the first lyrics you ever wrote. 
what were they about? The first lyrics I ever wrote was, ooh, I was so young and they were definitely Christian lyrics because I grew up in the church. <laughs> <laughs> so it was about God 100%. <laughs> I love that. Talk to me about your writing process now and how you've grown as a writer and an artist up to this point. Okay. Um, I'm going to answer that by kind of comparing what I started off doing to where I am now. Sure. When I started off with my writing, I was um, I would just jump right into it and kind of just throw up a whole bunch of words on the page and then see where I went with it. Um, I went for my metaphors, but like it was mainly just me focusing on what are the bars. You know what I mean? Like my songs really didn't make sense, um, and they were pretty cheesy. <laughs> um, and so now I focus on like the lyrics, right? The the tone. Um, it I kind of when it comes to um, the song itself, like. I have the idea of what I want the song to be about. And then I go beat search. I will beat search for hours trying to figure out what is what is the right beat that I want. Um, sometimes I reach out to my producer friends like, hey, can you help me find this if I can't find it myself? Um, and once I have the beat, I kind of cater my lyrics to like, okay, what does this beat make me feel? How can I um, bring in like moments from my life or what I want to talk about? And then I just kind of write from there, trying to stitch together like, okay, what metaphors make sense to what I'm trying to say? Or how can I say one thing, but mean it three different ways? Like, what is the best that fits? What fits as far as like, I don't want to keep running over words. So how can I fit them? How many syllables do I need? You know what I mean? Like it just, and then another thing is I like to switch up my flows a lot. So it's like, I write, four lines of a certain way that I would rap and then I go on to the next one and it's different. Um, and then I kind of, at the end of it all, I finish it, I go through it in my head a good few times, I record it, I see how it sounds. Um, and if I like it, I like it. If I don't, how can I fix it? Um, I will say I have a really bad habit of like, my best songs are the ones that I wasn't a fan of at first. Like my mm. song Go Crazy Go Stupid. I did not like that song at first. I was about to scrap it. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just get it mixed. I had to get it mixed by five or six different people before I actually found the one version that I was like, you know what? This sounds amazing. And then once I put it out, it was received so like well. Um, the, the song Monster on my project, I wrote that song and I hated it. I did. Um, then I had to like, I, I scrapped it for a minute. And then I was like, you know, I, I really have faith in this song. Um, I took off one of my verses because I was like, I, I can't do it with this one specific verse. And I put on a feature, um, but that song, like I had to kind of rework and re-record. And I was like, okay, this is where I am now. Like it, it my process is very tedious. Um, and I try not to rush through it because I used to be the type of person where, oh, I wrote this song, I recorded it, I'm dropping it right now. And then it's like, I drop it and I'm like, I hate it. I could have done this better. I could have done this better. So that's another part that I'm working on, sitting on my music. Just letting it sit before I release it. This project I was done with in October. And then I went through about eight or nine more revisions until I got to where I released Solstice. So out of everything you've released so far, or everything you've written that maybe you haven't released so far, what do you think is the realest thing you've written to this point? The realest thing I've written? Mm. I'm gonna probably say my song, um, Steven Universe off Solstice. I, I think oh <laughs> 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 um, I think that song speaks so like well to who I am 
because like I resonate so much with almost the whole entire like Steven Universe story. Like, and I felt like I could translate everything into the song and then it still had like, like that song to me is really, really deep. And then to come back at the end of it, uh, after explaining like basically a lot of the sadness that I had to deal with at a certain point in my life to sometimes all you need is love. Sometimes all you need is a hug. Like, and, and now in a way that's kind of like me affirming myself, that song is probably the one that, I don't know, that, that one will always hit deep for me. I have my deep songs that are like obviously sad or obviously meaningful, but this one was the one where I felt like I was sad, but also still creative and related it to something that other people could identify with if they like the Steven Universe story or implore people to go watch the Steven Universe story or see, yeah, see all of the seasons in the movie, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Okay. Absolutely. Now, is there one song that you can pull that would instantly allow my audience to get to know you as an artist? Um, Go Crazy, Go Stupid. Mm, okay. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, Because I feel like that one, I pushed hard one that was that that was one of my what underdog tracks like that was the one I was like mm. but it has some of the most clever bars that I've had it has um a lot of the flows are really nice um it's kind of it the, the chorus will get stuck in your head really easy um and then it there's a beat switch and a whole other second part that I just kind of like spaz on a little bit. And I I don't know, that song, that one is like, oh, that's so all day long. You know what I mean? That, that, is, that is my one. Love that. So if you could describe in three words, how would you say your music feels? Um... Probably like, how does it feel like to me or how does it feel in an overall aspect? Um, To you and how you want the audience to receive your music. So to me, um, my music is very fun. I guess that's one word. Um, real and creative. I give it that. And that is what I want the audience to see. Like whether they feel sad or happy, whatever off of a song, feel like, you know, I'm that girl type, you know, cause some of my songs are very much like, look at me with a song, you know, hey, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether of it's course. any of those, I want it to feel fun. I want it to be real and creative. Like I don't, I don't like basic anything. I really cannot do like, the generic sounding beats, the generic sounding like anything. I have to be different. My beats are, I put a lot of time and effort into making sure my beats are unique. Nice, I love that. So tell me who's, of course, tell me who's in Soul's top five. My top five, um, I have to give the top spot to my mentor and my friend Jaylene. Um that's one. I really love Juju Andon. Like that's my dog. Um who else do I really like? It's so like it's too many to name. <laughs> um John Skies. Always okay. love him. Um, blah, 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 blah. He is so creative, let me tell you. Um, (sighs) 
I really like Javinci. Javinci is is really dope. Um, and I'm gonna probably say she's not in the underground at all. She's not in our like side of things, but an artist named Kenzie. She's really sweet, very kind, and she has a voice that is out of this world. Um, I really, I really enjoy her. So yeah, that's my top five. Okay, very nice. So what are your thoughts on the current state of music? Um, honestly, I think it's mm-hmm. really dope. I think it's a lot of people exploring sounds, a lot of people kind of finding their way. Um, are we talking like specifically our side of the house when it comes to like gay rappers or are we talking like everybody music in general? What instinctually comes to your mind? Instinctually, I think about like the the gay rappers and I won't even say gay rappers, the other artists that are kind of underground forcing their way out. Everybody's coming out on top kind of thing. That's where I think um, on that aspect, I feel like a lot of us are a bit too um, divided, I think. I think the music is amazing, but sometimes I feel like the support is lacking just because of like stuff that doesn't even need to be there. You know, like drama that doesn't, shouldn't exist. A lot of drama is pointless to me because it's like, honestly, TMZ is not even watching us. Who's, why are you, why are you doing all this? You know what I mean? And I don't, I'm not gonna say, I understand what everybody else's drama is, but anytime something involves me, I'm like, bro, what is the point? Like, it's not yeah. even. I'm the kind of person where I don't even like responding to people and drama and stuff like that. And I don't get involved in it, but it's like, when it's brought to me, it's like, bro, what is the point? Like, and I know me, I'm not, I'm not the easiest person to talk to at times, nor am I the easiest person to disagree with at times. However, my goal is for, at the end of the day, everybody to be united. I feel like that is important, especially as we are coming up, making names for ourselves. It is better to have the support of the entire community in your corner than nothing. You know what I mean? Or it's divided or it's petty or there's sides and stuff like that. That That is like irrelevant to me because this is about the music. The music is supposed to be us expressing how we feel and growing petty stuff is just not it doesn't it's not fruitful to me um and I didn't really think about it like that until me and Jalen had a conversation about it and he was like expressing how his thoughts as well and I was just like you know that it is important for us to all be on the same page or maybe not even in the same page in the same chapter you know what I mean we're all moving forward together kind of thing I don't I don't see a point in us I don't know being divided um but I do think the music itself is really good. I think people are really exploring. Um, it's really inspiring to me because it's like, you know what? I see everybody chasing after it. You know, I didn't really know about the band lab side of the world. Um, and then I met a lot of people that were using band lab and they're chasing after their dreams. And I'm like, wow, I wish I had something like that when I was starting. Not that I started so long ago, but I was going straight to the mic, you know what I mean? Studio sessions, getting in there. And people are learning how to engineer their own songs on their phone. That is so crazy to me. Like, that is inspiring. And that has honestly pushed me to go harder. So, yeah. So, describe the moment that you would feel that you've made it as an artist. The moment I would feel like I made it, would be probably at my own concert closing out with the last song seeing everybody in the crowd having a good time bobbing and just being free and being themselves and and just having a good time even if the crowd is like 100 people 
like I'm impacting someone in a way that they feel good and they want to be here in this moment. That's important to me. That 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 is a feeling that you cannot be. I would feel like I made it at that point. I absolutely love that. Love that. Thank you, thank you. I just I don't know. That's that's one thing with my music. I try to make it to where like because at first I was like, oh, you thought about the numbers and all of it, and it's like, no, it's not that. Like, yes, the numbers are cool, okay, but is does does your music last? Does it impact people? Does it do anything for somebody? Because a lot of times you see when people meet artists, they're saying like, oh, your music saved my life. What type like? I want to put out music. I want to be that impactful person where somebody can say, you know what, you were there for me, even if you weren't physically there. If one person listens to my music and they feel better afterwards, I have done my job. I totally agree with that. Have you heard of the game This or That? No, I haven't. Okay. So pretty much what it is, is I give you a series of choices and I give you this or that. And you basically tell me whether you would get with this or you would get with that. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So buy jewelry or buy property? Buy property. Okay. Get your body done or stay natural? (laughs) Mm. <laughs> there are no I'm wrong answers say, I'm, I'm not gonna say what I would have done, but <laughs> I'm gonna get my body done. <laughs> and see, that was gonna be my next question. So, what you getting done down to the Columbia? Like, what's going down in the DR? Like, what's up? What we doing? Um, honestly, nothing crazy. I would probably. <laughs> <laughs> just, just my teeth, you know. I want my teeth done. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Sign to a label or stay indie. Probably stay indie. Okay. Lyricism or talking shit. Lyricism. Rapper for the feature or a singer? A rapper. Be in a group or stay a solo artist? You stay a solo artist all day long. Man, <laughs> fuck a group, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. That was very pointed. <laughs> it was like, no, 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 <laughs> go on tour or have a residency go on tour okay sexy video or serious video <laughs> sexy video I love that sexy video all the way okay so you're releasing your first single for your new project. Are you going to have a feature on it or is it going to be a solo record? Solo. Okay. Would you rather cross over or have a cult following? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, following. Okay. Would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET award? Grammy. That was so aggressive. He was like, fuck BET. Fuck BET. I don't work there. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. Okay, so would you have a, would you rather do a mixtape with all original music or do an old school Jack and the Beats tape? 
Um. You said that, like, I don't know if I believe that, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. to have to think about it, like, what would I really do? I would probably pre- prefer my own original music. I mean, honestly, though, it depends on when the mixtape is being released, because let me tell you something. If it's being released on SoundCloud, um, let me tackle some, some old beats. Like, I want to do something... Where's Rocky Hills? I'm gonna do a freestyle, you know, something like that. I love that. Now I love that. Now. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for that. So it might have to be a thing. <laughs> you know, they just call me now because I got some because I got some requests. I got you. <laughs> All right now. Release an album or release an EP. Album. I am a body of work person. I don't like little small projects. I was about to gag because my mind kind of spaced for a quick second, and all I heard you saying was, "Cause I am a bottom," and I was like, "Wait, um, what? <laughs> Hold on, wait. <laughs> was, wait, where's this going?" <laughs> I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. "I do not get poked." Mm-mm. Yo. how we're connecting this back to the music but I mean great to know um (laughs) shout out to you um (laughs) okay I'm bad I'm sorry last one for the first single are we releasing a turn up song or an emotional song a turn up okay I love that What's been your proudest moment as an artist so far? My proudest moment was probably performing at iHeartRadio for Charlotte's Pride. Mm, love that. That was really exciting. Like, I don't know, pulling up to the gate and being let in. I was like, oh, I feel up. It's so, and I get in there. the artist and entrance. Listen, for real. And then, and then, they had like eight bottles of liquor. They was like, "Here's some refreshments for you guys. Refreshments. This is this is. I'm gonna be towed up. Like I gotta perform. I gotta perform." And then it was like, "Yeah, you gotta leave after your performance." Okay, so y'all want me to get drunk before the performance? Because after, if I gotta leave after, oh, <laughs> one of these bottles I'm is gonna be missing. <laughs> Let's say. I, not you took a bottle home from the club. I was thinking about it because it was there and I was like, anybody gonna drink it after we go? So like, and I was the last person to perform and there was still some left. Like, y'all, what are y'all gonna do with this? Decisions, decisions. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's starting to make me feel like Lynn Whitfield in that Tyler, Tyler Perry movie. I had to make some hard, hard decisions. <laughs> oh man, that scene is crazy. My mother was a poor I'm sorry. I can't stand No, no, no. This will go on. This will go on for another ten minutes. I'm sorry. Hey, hold on. I have to stop while I'm ahead. Okay. What's been your best record so far? To you, the best in your, in your opinion, what's been your best release so far? Um. So, like, as far as singles, albums, I'll say your best song, and then tell me your best project. Okay. So, my best song. Um, for some reason, hmm, I'm not gonna say that. Um, oh, <laughs> I think my best song is probably my song Season. Probably, I think that is probably like my best song, but um, 
best project is definitely definitely so still it's my strongest 100% okay and can you tell me why um just the way that I put everything together um that album was just like it just it just had everything I wanted it was very perfect to me it is very perfect to me um the beat selection the the way that the um, album flows like the features every feature on there amazing john sky is literally he facetime or he facetimed me and sent me his feature back because he wanted to see like my reaction i literally like had to get up and walk around my room listening to it because i was like this is amazing like that's just how, that's and that's how i feel about the whole project like everything was just amazing to me um i think one of my favorite songs one of the top songs on the project is dripping amazing juju and javinci um i was really proud of them and i have like javinci on like two other songs i probably shouldn't say that but i do um and yeah so that whole project and the deluxe is gonna be better but um as far as season the songs <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm doing something special with that but season's my favorite because it was the like song that really i feel like i stepped up my game and i could tell i did um because i released it as like a promo single it wasn't on my project for when seasons mm-hmm. changed but it had like the most plays I've ever gotten on a song in a week. I think it had like 3,000. Um, and wow. then I did the remix with Jaylene, Zoe, and Callie, and it did even better. And then I did the video and it blew up from there. Like just the overall song itself was, I don't know, that was, that was really cool. I think that was, that was definitely my favorite. That is incredible. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. If you could remake a classic song, what would it be and why? What would it be? What would it be? Um... What song do I really like? Like... I don't know how somebody like songs that I enjoy. I don't know. I don't know how to pick just one. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe because it's been on my mind, I'm gonna say um, "The Boy Is Mine," just because like mm. I love that whole dynamic, the approach they took to the song, and like obviously me as an artist I'm like mm, here's what I would do and I would really like if I could remake that if I could do it you know I would I absolutely would okay so who are you getting on the record and who's Brandy and who's Monica <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting all in the bit you you gonna be caught up now like wait a minute what happened who's doing what and who's man is it who's Barbara and who's shit? <laughs> So, I'll rip. Um, it's my man. Um, but <laughs> from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Let me tell you, all the way down to them soles. Um, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> who would be? I would be Brandy because it's Brandy. Who would be Monica? Who would I get on the song? I think it would have to be um, probably who could do it? I'll probably get Juju Landon. Realistically. Okay. I think that's what I would get. You gonna let Juju Landon punch you in the face right, right before y'all walk on stage to perform the song at the award show? Really? Really, girl? Okay. I see you. You a real one. I love that yeah, video. Yeah, 
Shout out to the vocal bibles in the world. You know, I feel you on that. I feel you. Anyway, is there a song out there by another artist that you wish you wrote? Hold on. Let me, let me, Vegas by Doja. Oh my God. Okay. That is a hard song. <laughs> Not that. Who's an artist that's no longer living that you wish you would have gotten to work with before they passed? Prince. Uh, <laughs> Prince. Oh, they love. I completely agree. I, I, I've got this man's face tattooed on my arm. I completely agree with you. Really? <laughs> that ass. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was my companion piece to Grace Jones, but... Absolutely agree with you. Um, who's an artist that's still living that you'd like to do a live tribute to? Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, we go there. Probably. Probably Nikki. Hmm. All probably right. Probably Nikki. Okay. I was not expecting that. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so what's the one you're giving up? So what's up? So what we doing? What's finally doing? Mm, I don't know. Um, probably spit the verse right now. Oh, you can't. You can't make me pull up my inner bar right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, give me 16 boys of monster right now. What's good? No. Oh my god. That's um, I really think I would probably do. Uh, I really like um, change it. Okay. Tell me why. Just because, like, that that beat, the flows, like, just the way the whole song sounded was amazing. I was stuck on it for a very, very long time. Nice. And who do you have to work with before it's all over with? Beyonce. Period. Okay. Okay, okay. Put your dream tour together. If somebody dropped a bag on you and said you could take anybody out on the road with you for a tour, who are you taking with you? Can you say that one more time? I was saying if somebody dropped a bag on you and said that you could put together your dream tour and take anybody out on the road with you, who are the artists that you're making those calls to? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Doja one. Um, Kalani. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Kalani's coming. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Who really puts on a show like? Besides Beyonce, because Beyonce is the one, like, I mean, we all know it's Beyonce. Um, she would be the head <laughs> I can't bring her on to her. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you better pay for a spot on the Renaissance store. Period. I love that. Just been trying to. Probably just put me on the bill. <laughs> Chris Brown. I would bring Chris Brown. Which I know is probably a very controversial, you know, but... People wouldn't like what I have to say about that. (laughs) People wouldn't like what I have to say about that either, so I'm gonna just go ahead and leave it alone. Shout out to Chris Brown. Right, yeah. Fuck y'all. All All right. (laughs) (laughs) Go find an adult. Anyway, um, (laughs) what makes a perfect song, in your opinion? Perfect song? Um, mm-hmm. if everything is on point if the diction is there the tone, the flow the the, the cadence, the 
the strength of if you sing it of the vocals the layering like it's so much that goes into it but if everything is on point if everything is there even if it's not like like because there's always those times where it's like oh i can add this or something like that right even if you ain't got to go all the way there if you have what you have and then everything sounds perfect as is that's when the song is is chef's kiss absolutely how will soul's music change the industry <laughs> um we gonna really rap if we gonna rap we gonna rap <laughs> you know what I'm saying if we gonna rap we gonna rap so that's my thing if anybody trying to be on my song if you try to diss me whatever I need somebody if you gonna do it at least let me respect it and it be a good rap you know what I'm saying like rap <laughs> is gonna make people rap <laughs> I'm confused. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Is that a read or an invitation? Who are you talking about? <laughs> it feels like you talking to somebody out there on the internet right now that you hope is listening to this. And whoever that is, I hope you're paying attention. Like, was that way? Were you reading somebody that dissed you or inviting somebody to step to the mic? I was confused. So, no, I'm not adding anybody or nothing like that like I, I don't have anybody that would fit that mold however I'm saying in the future if somebody does feel like they want to do that rap like cause if somebody disses me I'm going to respond in the music if we in the music with it I'm going to respond you know what I mean yeah if I respect it if it's real good I'm gonna respond don't make me sun you on your like because what I'm going to do is probably find the beat that you found on YouTube, and then I'm going to out-rap you on it. That's that's how, that's how I feel about it. Okay. So it's like, if you're going to rap, rap. You know what I mean? You're coming against me. I'm, I don't think I'm this big name. Like, I'm not really arrogant. I'm not cocky, none of that. I'm just me. I'm here. So if you feel like you have to come at me about something, and you couldn't just text me about it, I'm going to come back at you in the music. And I don't want it to be like... Oh, that's too pathetic to even respond to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, listen, I hear you, Bone Crusher. I know you ain't never scared. You ain't got to convince me. I'm just saying, whoever it is you talking to that got your number and ain't text you, I can't wait to hear how this plays out. That's all I'm saying. We are all <laughs> waiting for these records to drop. Me and all my listeners are, are waiting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's nobody that I would. I'm just I'm fucking with you. I'm really fucking with you. Because I'd be the one to be the fuck around and start up some shit by accident. Like, I was playing. I was playing. Like, I was joking. He didn't tell me nothing about no beef. I promise you. <laughs> and that's what's so funny is like, I have wanted somebody to actually come at me about something like I'm, I I know that's kind of bad to want but I was like you know I'm just sitting here like I don't know like somebody give me a little razzle-dazzle in my life like <laughs> you know what I mean some but, competition but, like yes I would love some yeah I get it <laughs> right but at the end of the day I do want my <laughs> my united so like don't diss me unless it's really that necessary but um no, I don't have like beef with anybody. I'm really cool with everybody, and if I'm not necessarily cool, I'm not like stand like I'm not. I don't have an issue with nobody for real. For real. Everybody does their that. thing, and I respect everybody for what they do. See, so what would you say you fear more, success or failure? success because a lot of times people reach for their goals and they get there and then they change and I would never want to be the person to change I don't want to change for anybody I don't want to get up there and you got to abide by these certain rules to be in the music industry like no I don't want to do that I want to just be me and I don't know if I could be me and be all the way up there. Mm. 
I relate to that. I relate to that. Absolutely. From several different perspectives, I completely relate to that. Well, perspectives. I know you're asking the questions, but I got a question. Oh, please do. Ask me anything. Um, As a content creator who wants to focus their career in the broadcasting and hosting space, I know that there's a lot of spaces that are probably going to be scared to hire me because of the things that I'm willing to say on camera directly. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of my on-camera content has been based around acknowledging social awareness and injustice issues within the pop culture space. So I'm the person who will be recapping Housewives and talk about the colorism down, down, down to the Potomacs or the unfair aggression labels that are put on people's husbands down to the Atlanta or the racism down to the Beverly Hills. And a lot of those like reality TV people don't want to watch for that. They don't want to hear all that. They just want to hear about who was throwing shade at who, who cursed who out, who had the best read, who husband fucking who. Like, they don't want to know nothing about that. They don't want to hear nothing about all that. They don't want it to get deep. And then there's a lot of conservative companies that are going to be scared to hire me because I'm willing to say that shit. And that's how they run shit behind the scenes. So they don't want me to come up in there and shake the whole damn face. Because I'd be done Teresa Judice and flip the whole bitch over. And that'll do it. <laughs> so, you know, I think a lot of people would be scared to hire me because they would think that I'm a loose cannon based on my content, but they don't realize that the packaging that it's presented in is actually very professional, but because it's my own platform and I allow myself to curse, (laughs) you know, I think people would think that I'm a lot more ratchet than I actually am, which is why I chose to dictate my answer in this very specific wording. (laughs) Fair enough, I understand. What do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? Uh, creativity. Mm. Like, don't stay in a box. Don't stay in a box. Out of the box. <laughs> you better go on. Yeah. I, love that. I absolutely love that. Like, especially if you know you have, you know, the the capability to get out of the box, get out. And if you don't know if you have the capability, find it. Because it's oftentimes there. A lot of people are very, you know, multi-talented, multi-gifted. Like, a lot of people that I've met, like I said, Juju, Javinsky, um, Jay Bully, um, <laughs> Logical Zay, um, yeah. Canary Black, Slick Kai, like Seven Deep. I love Seven. Um, all these people that are very, very talented and good at what they do. And I see all of them, you know, stepping out of just the regular, regular box of rap. Like, it's like, doing what they do in their own way and it is amazing i really love to see it i love to see everybody winning absolutely so compare your stamp on the music industry to how you want to be remembered as a person as a person i always i guess they kind of they kind of go hand in hand um, as a person, I always want to bring out like the best in people, which you know can always it can be a gift or, or a curse kind of thing. Like I, I want people to be the best that they can be. Not all the time do they want to be or do they see it, but I try to like as a person try to push people to at least in their capacity be the best that they can. So if their capacity is only seventy five. Let's get to that 75. And if that's where you want to stay, that's fine. If that's where you're satisfied. Cool. But let's get there. You know what I mean? Some people want to be 110. All right, let's go. Like, I'm all for self-improvement, self-growth, being the best you that you can be. That like that that is what is very important to me. So I guess in a way it translates when it comes to music, is be the best in your gift, be the best in your talent. And in my personal life is be the best you. 
for sure. Is there anything that, excuse me, is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, not necessarily, other than just my, what I normally say to people is just keep being you, you know, keep being great, continue to grow, continue to flourish. You have so much potential, chase after it reach for every single star that's in the sky and don't stop until you got them all and then find more you know what I mean like you are amazing and keep going that's that's my that's my thing absolutely my last questions for you are what's next for you and where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote um so what's next <laughs> I got a couple of videos on the horizon. Um, some very nice concepts that I've had. God, I've been sure working one of on those, for a while now. I'm sure that one of those is that sexy video that we were talking about earlier. Oh, oh absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, second question? <laughs> where can we find you in all the things that you want to promote what do you mean like where are my socials or like your socials your um where all your music is what's coming next for you all of those things what should we um, be looking out for all those things so i mean my socials is just soul music with an x um Music is everywhere. Um, all streaming platforms, YouTube. Uh, I'm trying to get my YouTube channel together because for some reason, some other person's music pops up on there too. I don't like that. Oh my word. Mm. Yeah, it's annoying. But it's okay. I'm going to figure it out. Um, yeah, what's coming next? I mean, I got the Deluxe. The Deluxe is really cool. I have some really cool um, things that I'm doing. Um, because my idea of a deluxe is have fun. Like I put out the, you know, here's the project. Now I'm gonna have fun with the project. Like I'm gonna do whatever I want kind of thing. Um, even if it doesn't make sense. Like it, it, it makes sense to me and it will make sense to the listener when they get to hear. Um, <clears throat> and, oh my God. I'm the type of person I like how and back in the day when they remix a song they remix a song you know what I'm saying so great. definitely you know doing some stuff like that but yeah the music videos I'm really excited for like the first three Ugh, I have a lot going on when it comes to them but one will be here very very soon okay uh, and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to grow and performances. I'm excited for those too. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. All righty, children. <clears throat> On that note, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Soul, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much for thank being you. here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Like, it, it really means a lot. I'm proud of you for what you do. I love seeing, you know, how your platform is growing. It's really awesome. You are doing an amazing thing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Of course. And likewise, I'm excited to see all the things that you're going that you have going on, have coming up. I'm excited to see this apparently incredibly sexy video that you have coming out very, very <laughs> soon. Because apparently I feel like I'm gonna need to have a subscription or something to watch this, this, this video. I'm worried now. I'm like, do I need to get a coin together? Let me know what's going on here. Not at Oh, nothing like that yet. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Stay tuned, children. 
stay tuned. <laughs> but yes, make sure you come back anytime when new music drops, when this sexy ass video drops, when the OnlyFans launches, wink wink, when you fuck around mm. and join a reality show, when the book drops, I'll be, or if you just want to come back and shoot the shit, let me know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sweet. I love that. Now, with that being said, I want to remind all the children out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love all of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message. Be useful, not used. And misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. going on everybody brian k james here and i'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by outlander media network outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web from the farthest reaches invading your space we appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner outlander I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.